welcome to the New Sounding Jags cast. I'm your host, Manly J Panda. With me are uh, the latest lineup of Jags casters. Uh, we have Cowie. Hi. Uh, Donald, Mark Corker and Donald. Hello. And uh, Vincent Black Lightning. Hello there. We're here to wind up the season, to round it up for you, to stick it in a box and uh, put a ribbon around it. It's of course our, uh, the final centenary, the final game of the centenary season on Saturday. We're looking forward to that and uh, we'll have some predictions later on for what the scoreline will be in our game against Queen of the South. But um, first of all, we'll start our uh, end of the season review by asking the seminal question, where did it all go wrong? Um, Donald. Uh, where to begin? <laughs> um, obviously, it's been a particularly tough second half of the season um, compared to the way we were playing perhaps the first couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, people say the assistant manager, all the background stuff and background stuff, even um, in Farhill, a lot of which we obviously don't know um, all that's gone on. Um, yeah, and then obviously misfiring strikers, <laughs> misworking right. defence. It's just really everywhere it's gone wrong. Um, no, it has, it has been frustrating at times, but um, we're all still here and we're all planning to go to the final game. So <laughs> I guess the, and, and as we say, you say we're all optimists here. You say uh, bottom half, I say top six. <laughs> Um, so I, uh, I'd like to ask uh, Vincent, um, VBL, where did it where did it all go right? Um, there's been a there's not not many highlights for the season, but there, there has been a few. It's nice to see the emergence of um, uh, a, a, a few youth players in the last few games of the season, uh, particularly Kieran Burns, um, who has came came on uh, off the bench and he's he's done a wee turn for us. Unfortunately, not found the. The, the net yet, but I think it's only a matter of time. So I think that's um, a, a really good thing that's come out of this season. Yeah. Did anyone else have a particular highlight of the season so far? Well, I think as well, it's been as much a rebuilding season. It was always going to be <coughs> a rebuilding season with the loss of Harkins and Toro. Mm. And I think we've done well to bring in some natu- certainly in Hodge, a naturally talented player. I think at times things just haven't clicked. The heads have maybe gone down with the maybe you know likes of Kennebra going away. You know he's seen as the Joker in the dressing room. And, and Britain possibly. Yeah, as and well. Britain as well. Yeah. You've got to think that the backroom stuff must have had an impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and do we have a, a game of the season? A game that we most enjoyed this season. Uh, well, for me, it's a, a bit of a strange one. Um, some might think, in the, at the time of the. Latest Dunfermline win away game, probably win two one, mm-hmm. um, with goals from Buchanan and Donnelly. How often have we said that this season? Uh, <laughs> what goals? Goals, yes, Blue. true, true. <laughs> and four thistle. Uh, <laughs> but no, obviously that game came when we were not doing too well, and I thought, you know, you could tell the players were nervy. Um, got a few, got a couple of goals. The first one, obviously, fairly fortunate. Fortuitous, fortuitous, um, and obviously Donnelly's a belter. But oh, I thought we'd 
maybe turned the corner at that point, but yeah. it wasn't to be. <laughs> an optimistic moment. Yeah, like, I'm, just like Cristiano Ronaldo's Ferrari, we did fail to turn, turn the corner. The <laughs> um, best game, Kerry? I'd say it would be the Morton 5-0 match at Firhill, because we would not been expecting any... Too much to go well because we looked to them struggling to find the net. And because we're Jags fans. <laughs> and because Jags fans. But I think we'd had a nil nil, a frustrating nil nil against Ross County shortly before that. And we were just wondering where's the next goal going to come from because we'd struggled to score in the previous season, obviously. But after the first 20 minutes, the floodgates opened. Buchanan and Corcoran got a double, and it was just generally really, really good to see us playing direct football. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Panda, you. Uh you, you called that, didn't you, during the game? You you said uh, sh- shaky start to the game, and you uh, you said one goal, one goal, that would change it all. One goal would change the whole thing, and, and I was right. Um, and yeah, especially after we you know we had drawn nil nil with uh, our great hope in Europe, uh, Ross County, um, the neutrals' favourite. Uh, VBL, it was your G- game of the season. Um, I'm going to go for 5-2 uh, away to Airdrie. Um, always nice to beat them. Always nice to beat them, especially in uh, the Apache. Um, yeah, it was a great game. I really enjoyed it. And uh, Chris Erskine uh, sort of played a blinder in the <laughs> second half. Mm. He, he had his moments. His, his, some of his touches were amazing. And the second touch was sometimes amazingly bad as well. Yeah, um, yeah great. That's He's, why we love him. Well, that's why we keep coming back to Far Hill for for people like Erskine. Um, more on him later. But uh, I'm just going to ask, um, how many of the how many of our uh, our pod team here uh, listen to the Football Ramble? The what? The Football Ramble. It's a rival podcast. Anyone listen to it? No, no, probably not. No, no can't be very good. No. no. <laughs> In that case, I've got a brand new idea, um, <laughs> which is that I'm, I'm going to ask you the three of you guys a question. And I'm going to award points. Uh, we'll total them up over the over the season to come. Yep, sounds good. So, and uh, there will be a prize um, uh, of some kind uh, at the end of the season. It's for a who, ball. It's a signed <laughs> ball. It's a signed ball. Um, there's uh, so there'll be a prize at the end of the, the end of the season for the um, for the, the the pod member with the with the most points. Um, but you have to impress me. My question is, if you could have any any footballer from world footballer from world football currently playing, who would improve the Partick Thistle squad for next year to play in the first division on first division pitches and pitches against first division teams? That's the challenge. Any player in the world, who would you have? And uh, and you're not allowed Pat Clark. I <laughs> uh, will start with. Um, Start with Kerry. I'd go for Alan McGregor, a player in more weights than one. <laughs> because, I mean, obviously it'd be the ideal swap deal if Jonathan Tuffy were to depart. We'd oh, get a bit of character around the de- dressing uh-huh. room, certainly if Willie Kinnerwood doesn't stay on too much longer. But, you know, I, I reckon, yeah, Alan McGregor. Absolutely. Alan McGregor, good yeah, choice. Good choice. That's, that's not bad. Um, Donald, Mark Corker and Donald? Uh, I think moving from the sublime to the ridiculous, um, I'd, I'd have to go with um, Darren Fletcher. Ooh, um, I believe, nice believe if we signed him, we could operate with a one-man midfield, which you know we may as well do, especially during the winter months. <laughs> the pitch is 
no, isn't as good as it should be. He's dynamic. He's dynamic, isn't he? Oh, he's good in that. He can't take that away. That, uh, that's an interesting one. Yep. Um, VBL, are you, what are you going to say to convince me? Uh, Frank Ribery. Uh, for me. Frank Ribery? Uh, Frank Ribery. Um, because he, he's not going to be playing in the Champions League final. And neither are part of Tesco. Okay, hey. so Frank Ribery. Frank Ribery to Mary Hill. Uh, he's, of course, he's coming pre-chibbed as well. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So, the big question... Big question uh, for all part of the fans: Are we, are we looking forward to next year? Yeah, oh, of course we are. Yeah, of course we are. Living for it. Living for it. Indeed, it's it's, it's Living more... the dream. <laughs> I'm just wondering, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of comings and goings, mm -hmm. um, what are we what are we looking at? What are we what are we expecting? And uh, are, uh, is there anyone we hope to bring in? I suppose it's the obvious departure of Johnny Tuffy. Um, several attempts to extend his contract but nothing seems to have come of it. I think there's SPL interest. Um, I think ideally we want him to go to a Scottish club so that we get some training compensation. Of course. Um, because otherwise ultimately we've ended up with a world class player going away for squall. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think we've pretty much given up on that front. Yeah. Anyone else you think might not be part of the squad next year? Depends who we can move on, or who McCall would want to move on. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, each individual fan has their own ideas of who they do and do not want to see next season. Go on, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> they can possibly name any names. <laughs> no, uh, what's, what's the general feeling? Is that do anyone think that anyone's outstayed their welcome? See, one of the things I'm worried about is players that um, that are possibly making the first step down in their career. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I guess, in terms of Corcoran and, uh, to a lesser extent, Corrigan, who, who are both, both could be offering something at a higher level. Mm -hmm. um, and neither of them have maybe had quite the opportunities um, or had quite the season that they were, they were hoping to have. And I wonder if, if they will stick around, but I think they could be very useful next year. I think Corcoran, Corrigan rather, has still got something to prove. Um, he had a slow start to the season, but when he came in to replace Paul Payton at right back, he put in a shift, to be fair to him. you know, yes, He showed he was more than capable, and he had actually a bit of pace about him. He's, I think if you take the championship manager analogy, he's the sort of person who's got pace of 20, acceleration 1. It's once he gets going, he's going. You know, he's really going to take on anyone. Just a shame that he has to start from the byline. Like, 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 like the Russian army in World War One. Take them six weeks to mobilise, but they're unstoppable once they do. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, if you were going to, if you're going to get a player from either the lower reaches of the SPL or St Johnson, <laughs> um, or or perhaps um, a first division club, who would who would you like to bring in? Uh, Vinny? Um, I believe he's signed a pre-contract with Wraith, which is a pity because I really like the look of John Baird from Airdrie. Mm -hmm. um, a, a young James Grady, mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, lots of pace, uh, he's aggressive and um, it, it, he seems to know the way to go. He, he enjoys scoring against us. <laughs> um, he James Grady certainly did as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, John Baird, Airdrie. John Baird, Airdrie. Uh, okay. 
Well, for me, uh, it's going to be Kenny Duker. I mean, there's been a bit of interest that's been shown. Yeah. And I think Ian McCall certainly keen to sign him. The only question is whether or not he's willing to go back part-time, because obviously in the SPL it would be difficult. Well, to he's, a, he's a doctor, isn't he? He's a doctor, yeah, obviously. And what, you know, with, <laughs> with, with, St, with St Johnson, I think they're giving him a bit of time off to do some kind of GP duties, but if he wanted to take that a bit further, which is maybe what's been suggested... I mean, you could certainly do a shift in the first Oh, division. you could bring a lot to Partick Thistle. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, yeah, he's got strength in the air, yeah, turning the ball. Yeah, you can, you can head the ball, you can you can hold the ball up, and you can prescribe methadone. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, 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 yeah. got the, he's, he's got the attributes. Um, Donald? Uh, well, in a similar vein to Kerry there, um, I'd actually go for Kevin Kyle rather than Duker. Mm-hmm. Scotland cap. Scott, Scotland legend. Exactly, he fits in well with uh, Donnelly and, well, hopefully soon, McNamara. Um, <laughs> was he due to play, do you remember that Wednesday a few years ago? Remember we beat Holland and then there was there was a week that went Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. That's right. Oh, and there, wasn't, the, there wasn't a Wednesday. There wasn't a Wednesday that week. Yeah. Was he supposed to play for Scotland? I, I, he was on, I think he was, in the, was it on the verge of the Bertie Votes team. And then he was kind of out but of the picture for quite a while. I think I, th- I certainly remember that week that there wasn't a Wednesday. And mm-hmm. anyway, we will uh, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on from that. At the moment, we're in a bit of limbo as regards an assistant manager. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. given that um, given that Jockey Scott has <laughs> has sailed off on his jetpack, <laughs> he's he's not going to be he's not going to be the man. Um, what? Uh, Anyone got to comment on the assistant manager situation? Well, uh, with the Britain leaving, uh, as you say, it is, is a bit of in limbo. Um, but I've uh, heard from uh, a, a source that uh, Jerry Britton's actually back taking the first team for training. Not Unofficially. Really? Unofficially. Yeah. Um, which uh, is hush, hush. very, very hush-hush. <laughs> well, not um, anymore. Just blown the <laughs> well, there you go, an exclusive for the Jags cast. Um, More next week, <laughs> which is which is very interesting. Mm. Well, I, I think we have to look at uh, Maxwell and McNamara and Donnelly, mm-hmm. who are all uh, doing McNamara, the coaching. Of course, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, I think McNamara's probably the most likely of those three, given that he's already kind of been assistant to Presley at Falkirk, and he was obviously in the scenes there when Eddie May was in charge. And mm-hmm. um, I think he's probably got a wee bit more experience in that kind of role than either Donnelly or Maxwell mm-hmm. and it wouldn't surprise me if he comes in because he was initially brought in to help out Simon Donnelly with the youths. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so so we come now to the first of uh, three or four regular features in the podcast <coughs> and uh, that is Cowie's Call. Cowie's here with us, we've put him in the hot seat and... Uh, Burning. Well, Strapped him to it. Singes. Um, and uh, he is going to make the predictions. <sighs> the predictions that always come true. Always come true. So, uh, Kai, would you look into your crystal ball and uh, and tell us who will be relegated from the SPL? It's going to be tight, but the team that's currently bottom of the league, that's Falkirk, are going to be the ones that are ultimately relegated. Oh. It's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky one, isn't They're it? They're only a point uh, behind yes. the manager. And remember, history is with them. No no team 
no team in the history of world football that have had a manager that looks like a Scottish indie band member has <laughs> ever been relegated. Has <laughs> ever been relegated. In world football. Fact. In world Are you football. Sure about that? You can Google it. <laughs> Second question. Second question. Who is being relegated from the first division? I think that Airdrie, who have had a good run of form, are going to finish ahead of Air. So Air will be the automatic oh, relegation spot. Mm. However, I'm not entirely sure, I must admit, oh. that it's going to be as clear-cut as Airdrie also going down. I think they're going to keep it by the skin of their teeth in a playoff against Cowdenbeath. So oh. Cowdenbeath to reach the final of the playoffs. Yes. And to be beaten by Airdrie. Yes. In that final. I've never been to Central Park. So no, it would have been a... Poor Danny it's Lennon. a shame. Poor Danny Lennon. That is a shame. Jackson. But that's the way it is. Possible, uh, possible assistant manager? But Danny Lennon, do you think he could get the, the gig? I, I don't know. I mean... Would you want it? Yeah. and Beath are in pretty dire straits because of their ground situation at the moment. They're having to pay some like 100 grand to get it up to... SPL, uh, SFL standards or something like that which is a bit of a shame so we don't know whether there's much of a long term future for them but I don't think Danny Lennon will want to move out of management having done so well early on yeah no, no, that's, that, that, Fair does, point. that does seem so we're coming up to the last game of the season on Saturday it's the finally yes it's the, uh, it's the final game sure. of our centenary season so uh, Partick Thistle have played 100 years away from Partick <laughs> yes um, and that is, I think, in the tradition of great Scottish football names, uh, names for our football teams, <laughs> and unrivaled in the world. And we are playing a team, I think, with the greatest name in the history of world football, mm -hmm. Queen of the South. Yeah. In the Bible. In the Bible. In, yeah, the only team to be mentioned in the Bible, um, apart from apart from the Genesis FC. <laughs> <laughs> great team. Good team. Good team. Mm -hmm. Good team. Produced a lot of players for. Um, God's eleven. God's eleven, indeed. Um, <laughs> for the final game of the season, we've all been summoned to Phil for Hell. If you're a member of the Facebook group, you know not very much about that, but, but, but you have this vague idea that you should be going to Fair Hill, and that's right. Uh, you should be coming along. You might be able to see such celebrity fans as uh, Jenny Forrester, uh, Robert Carlyle, or, uh, or Jesus. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll, we hope to see you there as well um, I'm actually <laughs> going to add a bonus question to, uh, to Cowie's call and ask him to predict the attendance for oh, the game that's a toughie you know attendances have been taking a big hit recently with nothing to play for obviously. he's looking into this one e even though we've got this big campaign it's going to be 2,841 and a half Oof. It's written down. It's written down. We'll, we'll Don't forget the down. half. Someone's yeah, going to leave no. at half time. Okay. Right. That seems fair enough. <laughs> um, or I've invited my friend Fox, the United fan, and he probably counts as a half. <laughs> He's a bit short. That's okay then. So we have a prediction from Curry of the attendance on the Let's for Fill for Hill Day. Um, 2,841 and a half. We'll see how that goes. But I believe that our uh, Jags Trust members of the pod are want to give a little plug to the 
the potty dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's there's probably a lot. You're probably acting. making it sound a lot better than it's actually going to be. <laughs> potty, of course, is yeah. player of the year. It's the Jags Trust annual player of the year do. It's in the Aiken Suite just at Fur Hill after the match. I think it's from 8 o'clock with yep. presentations from 8.30 and then there's an epic disco until about 1 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Epic. epic. Do not underestimate. But yeah, anyway, the players will be coming in, I think, with some of the playing staff as well, obviously, in usual player of the year fashion. Um the tickets are actually still available. If you want to buy one, you can get it from the Jags Trust kiosk in the Jackie Husband stand. It's section six. Um, tickets are five pound each. Absolute steal. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, We're stealing yeah. from you. <laughs> pounds. <laughs> but yeah, if if you want to come along, then please do so. More the merrier. Excellent. Um, I, we do have the results of the 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 supporters. Um, the supporters survey for... Um, so if you don't want to know the results, look away now. Indeed, yeah. yes, look away now and close your ears. Um, <laughs> in the third place, with 14.81% uh, of the votes, was uh, defensive stalwart John Robertson. That's mm -hmm. respectable performance. Yep, um, unglamorous, unglamorous defenders. That's all of them. <laughs> yep. Uh, David Rowson has 29.6%. Of in the vote. second place. In second place. Which, which shows you that 70.37% um, of Jags fans don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> here, here. And uh, the winner, and I reckon for slightly sentimental reasons, was. Uh, he claps a lot. Yeah, he claps a lot. <laughs> and, and uh, oh, yeah, and, 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 and is disconcertingly short. <laughs> it's uh, our, our favourite goalkeeper Johnny Tuffy who polled exactly a third of all votes which, yeah, uh, which, is, which is very respectable I don't, I, mean, um, I don't mean to call you all idiots but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked that you, you read out the top three there Panda and uh, Chris Erskine was it there? I know, I don't know what's happened there uh, Chris Erskine uh, only got two votes <laughs> which means you must have logged in twice yeah, I think so um, I didn't vote in this because, you know, I don't believe it's a popularity contest. Life, I mean. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it uh, it's not a popularity contest. However, if you are listening to this on iTunes, remember and rate us. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we have access to your house, we know where your cats are, and uh, we'll be expecting five stars. Thank you very much. Uh, just uh, a couple more words to say on, on upcoming events on the Jags cast. We're hoping to start uh, two new ventures. First of all, uh, tell us about the first of these. We have Vincent Black Lightning explaining about Beat the Read. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Beat the Read is uh, going to be appearing in the podcast uh, next season, hopefully, and uh, requires uh, audience participation. Um, we'd be looking for you to get in touch with us uh, either through the We Are Thistle forum um, or through iTunes on the comments. And uh, we're looking for your thistle-related questions. Um, the harder they appear to be, the better. Um, we then approach uh, Mr. Reed, club historian and uh, all-round gent, uh, on a match day. Uh, we, we come up to him with a, a voice recording device, 
ask him the question and uh, he tries his best to answer it on the spot and given his reputation as being um, encyclopedic encyclopedic wonderful word um, I, 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 <laughs> I have every confidence that uh, Mr Reid has never been in jail and will be able to answer your questions excellent That's, that sounds good uh, are we planning on any prize or any special titles um, I think we'll be able to offer some sort of uh, prize in the shape of um, a Toblerone. Whether it is a Toblerone or not, uh, yeah. we'll see. Yep. And of course, if you do manage to get a question past uh, Robert Reid, you get to use the title, uh, Read the Ball, <laughs> which, uh, which which you can put on, uh, on your CV. Um, May not mean much uh, to prospective employers. Internationally recognised qualification, you can put it after... Emmy Gla. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other, the other uh, regular feature that we're hoping to start up is uh, similarly esoteric. It's uh, take it to the bridge, in oh, which um, like in which our um, in which our audience requiring more audience participation allowed to ask any question at all that we will then put to uh, Chris Erskine. Big Bird, The Bridge, whatever you want to call them, and uh, we will take that question to the bridge. Uh, the only stipulation is that the question must have nothing at all to do with football. <laughs> take it to the bridge, nothing to do with football. Um, gentlemen, where can people get in touch to send their beat the read and take it to the bridge questions? Vinny's already mentioned the comments on iTunes and the forum. How do they use these things? Well iTunes, I honestly don't know, but if you go on to the podcast, you'll probably find that you can leave a comment in there somewhere. Well, we might check them. Um, I, think, I think what we need to point out is you need um, an iTunes yeah. store. Yeah, you need username an and password, and you can leave you can leave comments. What he said. They won't, they won't appear um, immediately. Uh, they are moderated, so please, no sweary words. Uh, if you do want to send us sweary words, uh, use the forum. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can send a PM to either myself, Woodstock Jag, or to Jags365. Um, we'll probably look to set up an email address sometime soon, so yeah. you can send things in future to that. We'll let you know, presumably, in the next podcast. Yeah. But for now, just PM. PM to Woodstock Jag, or Jag, Jags365. Jags. Yeah. Uh, that's numbers, 365. Yes, that's yeah, it's as it's, it's, it's easy as it sounds. So, we're looking forward to next year. We're looking forward to the last game of the season. We're looking forward to keeping the squad mostly intact, hopefully with a couple of improvements. We're looking to say goodbye to Johnny Tuffy. We're looking for an assistant manager. We're looking to beat Queen of the South on Saturday. We're looking to see you all there. Until the next time, um, I'd like to say thank you to Vincent Black Lightning. Uh, thank you. I'd like to say thank you to Donald Corker and Donald. You're very welcome. I'd like to say thank you to Kerry. Thank you. This is uh, Manly Japanda thanking you, the listener, for. Bye bye, Tuffy, Tuffy, goodbye. Bye, Tuffy, Tuffy, bye bye. Bye bye, Tuffy, <laughs> don't make me cry. Bye, Tuffy, Tuffy, bye bye. From the very first day I met you, 
You were playing in goals against Adrie. Or maybe it was Aki's. Bye-bye, Tuffy, Tuffy, goodbye. Bye, Tuffy, Tuffy, bye-bye.